and welcome to Musici Chats. My name is Beth McNinch, I'm the founder and artistic director of Musici Island. During the Covid lockdown of 2020, I decided to start a podcast to chat to different artists from throughout the sector about their jobs and what the future of live performance might look like. The first 12 episodes can also be viewed as videos on our YouTube page and you can find out more about all our projects on our website www.musici.ie. We have some amazing guests coming up, so if you enjoy the podcast, please do subscribe. And also, maybe you have friends that you think might be interested in this, please do help us by sharing and writing reviews on your favourite podcast providers. Well, how are you? I'm good, thanks. It's so lovely to see you. It has been too long, as always. Um, <laughs> yeah, shame we're not meeting in person, but hey. Yeah, exactly. So tell me, where are you right now? Um, I am in my study in my house in South East London. Oh, brilliant. And who are you isolating with there? Okay, so I'm isolating with my husband and my dog, Joey, and my cat, Bella. Oh, so you've got a full house. Uh, yeah, a fairly full house, yes. And the dog's yeah. keeping me sane with a walk every day and, you know, yeah, it's all good. Brilliant. Yeah, no, it makes a difference, doesn't it, having that animal company? Absolutely. I don't think I'd ever leave the house otherwise. Um, so, yeah, it definitely gets me out for a good walk every day, which is needed. Yeah. And how's Chris? Is he still working? Is he able to work from home? Yeah, he's working as normal, but from home. Um, and I'm not which is very odd it's yeah. very, very strange this is the longest i've had away from playing you know from working playing for well my whole life i think it's very bizarre so i mean tell me like where because because you were touring around a lot before this happened like were you actually in the uk when everything locked down or were you abroad luckily i was actually i just finished uh so this year i've been to oh belgium Holland, Spain. So I was in Spain just before, and actually I came home about five days before lockdown. So I was, mm. it was really lucky timing actually, um, because yes, I'm away a lot of the time. So it was lucky that I happened to be here so that I could actually stay here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a relief. Yeah. So what were you doing in Spain? Uh, in Spain this time I was working um, with an orchestra in San Sebastian, the National Basque Orchestra, um, and doing a project with them and then before that I was with, uh, I was in The Hague with the Residente Orchestra. So just guest leading different orchestras, that's basically what I do. Run so you've around been, you've been busy. Everything. Yeah, really busy, which is great until now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I mean, for you, I guess we're in the same sort of boat. But, I mean, everything's gone. You, 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 is your diary like a blizzard? <laughs> yes, it really is. It's so strange. It kind of gradually started depleting. The first patch that was cancelled, I think, was a week in Singapore, which was kind of understandable. Um, and now absolutely everything until, until October has been completely cancelled. So it's, it's really strange because... I think I'm getting more used to it now, but before it was like, what on earth do I do with my days? Because you've usually got something to prepare for, practice for, whatever, and suddenly it's all just gone. And how are you finding, I know myself, I've found it really difficult to actually play my instrument. Like 
emotionally it feels kind of like a grief in a way but you know we're not we're not able to go and perform to people as we normally would and, and that's such a huge part of what we do it's not just us playing our instrument at home um it's, it doesn't really say it all for us does it like how are you finding that i think that's absolutely true i've um been approached by a few people to do some kind of projects and i found it very difficult actually because yes i find it painful if i put on the radio and there's some symphony on or something i i find it really hard to listen to it i'm finding it, yeah so i go through phases of being able to go right come on let's practice and i'll really practice for a couple of days and then it just goes and i go i can't do this it's too painful so i've been keeping myself busy in other ways instead really which is quite revolutionary <laughs> yeah tell me about that whatever you would have sparked your interest in this so actually it was a friend of mine who was saying you really ought to start an instagram page for all your interior stuff and i was like okay tell me about instagram because i know nothing about it complete technophobe um i was like okay tell me what that is all about um and then i looked into it and i was like this is quite fun because i spent my husband and i spent the last three years doing up the house and he does all the building work so he built a loft conversion and an extension and obviously fitted all the flooring the plumbing everything he does everything and he's not a builder by trade is he he's not no 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 no, he's not a builder by trade he's just mad and (laughs) um, i do all the interior design so i decide exactly how everything should look inside and i've loved it i mean i've always loved interiors so i've been i've absolutely loved every second of it so i thought why not so I'm now doing an online interior design course. Oh, fantastic. Um, and posting all my interior ideas on Instagram and speaking to some interior stylists about a few projects. And it's really exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. just something completely different, which is, yeah, it's new, new and interesting. So it's really interesting hearing about these, um, the interiors that you're doing. Have you got any particular projects on the go at the moment? Um, well, actually, it's funny. Quite a few people have already approached me, so I'm doing, I yeah, I'm doing quite a few projects for friends and family um, that I'm really enjoying. I mean, it's it's I've got to do a bedroom for one friend, I've got to do a kitchen for another, a whole living room for. A, I mean, I'm I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying working on these projects, but it takes hours and hours and hours. So it's filling my di- my time, which is great. Well, that's amazing, though. It's good to have that to do, isn't it? Yeah. And it's nice to see the smile on your face. It's, it's obviously making you happy. <laughs> it is. I'm really enjoying it. It's something just totally different, but I'm really loving every minute of it. And do you feel like it, it, it sort of helps to fill that gap? Obviously, it's not the same, but you, you feel like it's a good creative outlet for you? Yes. And also, to be quite honest, it's given me something to do in the daytimes. So I get up and I'm not just kind of have this long day ahead of me. In front of Netflix. Yeah, exactly. I got up this morning and I sat down at the computer and I, you know, did a couple of hours on my course of the next module. Um, And I've been doing quite a lot of things like cross stitch, different things that can go in the house as well. A few little projects, house projects, which is really fun. And usually I just don't have the time to do it. Do you think it's something that you might actually pursue after all of this? I mean, we say after this is over. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, I mean, what, what are you, you're in the UK, like obviously I'm in Ireland, the countries are dealing with things very differently, obviously. And I mean, what's, what's the response been from your sort of arts council and government for supporting the artists? Is there good support there for musicians and artists? Um, if I'm honest, I think it's pretty poor. Um, 
a lot of the theatres, concert venues um, are really concerned about actually going under in this time and the government hasn't really mentioned it, to be honest. They seem to be quite concerned about the sports, understandably, um, but they haven't really mentioned the arts, which is a real concern because it could, you know, we have no idea how long this will go on for. And for all I know, I might not be playing back playing concerts for another year. I think that's, so, that's the problem, isn't it? It's, it's the real uncertainty we face. Uh, it's very difficult to plan anything. And, and obviously part of our careers is, is planning ahead, is planning concerts, um, organising concerts, a lot of us, you know, and it, it's just impossible to do that. We don't, we, you know, as you say, we don't even know if the venues are going to be there after this. So it is very difficult. Um, and, I, and I do find it interesting that a lot of people seem to be trying to find these other outlets and it's almost almost in a kind of desperate sort of, oh my God, I need some sort of artistic relief here. I need something, yeah. Um, I mean, the funny thing is I don't think I really, I didn't really look for it because I was just kind of, oh, what shall I do? And my friend was like, do, do an Instagram post, go and that kill a few hours. So I started doing that and I was like, oh, I quite enjoy this. It's really fun. And yes, we don't know when we're going to be going back to playing and I mean, I have no idea, to be honest, whether this is something that I will be able to continue once we've gone back to normal, as we keep saying, or not. To be honest, I just love interior styling, so that's fun. And I'm lucky, very, very lucky, that my husband has a job where he's continuing to work, because otherwise that's a nightmare. So we can just about scrape by right. in the meantime. Um, so that, that helps as well. And yes, it's just giving me something to fill my day with with a positive feeling. That's great. Yeah, no, it's important. And you mentioned earlier you have a dog, and so where do you like to go walking? Where you are? My lovely Joey. He's not in here with me because he's not allowed upstairs. Because <laughs> him and the cat don't get on. Oh, <laughs> they're not friends. So the cat lives upstairs and the dog lives downstairs, <laughs> and never shall they meet. <laughs> so we. Well, we walk all over. We're so lucky in South East London that there are so many different parks and woodlands that we can easily do a different walk every day of the week. And he's great fun. He's a whippet um, and he's completely loony. So we ha he sleeps all day and gives us no trouble and then goes completely bonkers on a walk and runs at 30 miles an hour. So we have great <laughs> fun. And yeah, I'm very lucky to have him at the moment. <laughs> Brilliant. And are you still in touch with everyone over here in the RT? In the symphony yes, very, very much keeping, you know, always keeping an eye on how everyone is and how the orchestra's doing. Um, and I'm loving seeing them posting all their performances, individual performances from home. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And yeah, keep in touch with lots of friends actually from. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, no, they're doing they're doing some great stuff online. Yeah, as yeah, both the orchestras actually the concert orchestra as well, and you know, doing some lovely stuff. It's nice, nice to see everyone putting things out. I, I think I, I do think that it's very tough at the moment for the freelancers. You know, I mean, obviously it's yeah. hard for everyone, but I think you know, obviously we're both freelance, and and it does it does add this extra layer of uncertainty. I think um, my personal situation is that I would say probably about eighty percent of my work is abroad, not in the UK, and of course, I'm fairly sure that the orchestras are going to be trying to book. If they do need guest leaders they'll be booking people that are a little bit close to home because of quarantine measures flight issues etc so yeah. that's why i'm i'm kind of thinking okay maybe i can dip my toe into other areas of interest 
um, just in case it does take a, you know, a while for this to pick back up for my particular, you know, work to pick up again. And is that your violin hanging on the wall? Do you yes. Keep it, you keep it out have, handy. I have a nice shelf that my husband built me and it would have covered underneath it for all my accessories. And yeah, my violin lives up there in case I ever feel like playing it. <laughs> So you don't have to go through actually getting it out the case, which is often a battle, isn't it? It's part of a battle. <laughs> now it's just there, and it, during lockdown, this room's kind of been completed, which is really nice. And are you teaching? I'm doing kind of lessons, which the type of teaching I've always done, which is preparation for auditions and performances. Right, okay. Either graduate, postgraduate, or professionals. Um, and, and can people, uh, do you have spaces? Can people contact you for that or? Oh, absolutely. I've got, <laughs> I've got plenty of time <laughs> at the moment and I'm really enjoying it and it does work over Zoom. Of course there are limitations, but it has worked well. And even though everything's canceled, some people are still trying to prepare for those potential auditions in the future. So this is the perfect time course, to be working yeah. with the excerpts and, you know. Um, so yes, I'm doing quite a lot of that, which is fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I have to say, at the beginning of all of this, I thought, oh, I'll be able to learn this. I'll be able to do that. I mean, oh, no time. <laughs> I mean, of course, setting stuff like this up doesn't help, but like, it's nice doing something that's not playing. <laughs> well, exactly. A different project. And it's also so lovely to talk to you about all this. And I'm sure you'll get to talk to lots of other exciting, you know, um, creatives about what they're getting up to in this time, which is just really fascinating. It's a brilliant idea. Yeah, it is. It really interests me how people cope with it differently. And, and like you say, I mean, I think there's a big difference as well when, you know, if, you, if you're in quite a crowded family house <laughs> to, you know, people that might be living on their own, obviously, you know, your, um, your priorities are completely different and the amount of sort of free time you have is very different. And, you know, certainly myself, I've been trying to do some of the recording pro projects and stuff like that. It's so difficult to even, you know, not be disturbed for more than 10 minutes or, you know, do anything. It's very hard. <laughs> <laughs> With little ones around. Well, Liz and Helen, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for giving us your time. And it's, it's fantastic to see these beautiful, beautiful things you're creating as well. And, you know, good luck with it all. And hopefully we'll get to play together again really soon. I miss you. <laughs> oh, well, I really hope we can play together soon too. And this has been so fun. So nice to have a catch up. And what a brilliant project, Beth. Oh. Thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of it. Oh, thank you. Pleasure is all mine. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. Well, a huge thank you to Helena Wood for that lovely chat today. And if you want to find out a bit more about Helena's interior designs, you can look her up at Hell's Interiors on Instagram. And if you'd like to contact her for a violin lesson, you can email her on helenawoodviolin at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe for free and tell your friends about us too. I'll see you next week when I'll be talking to award-winning screenwriter and directing team, Amy Clark and Michael Beddoes.